Hello and welcome back to another edition of uh, the Rap Podcast, the Rankings of Tab Podcast. I'm Sam. I'm Shane. I'm Shane. Uh, I'm not Shane. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> Fuck it, I've done it again. <laughs> Okay, welcome to the Rankings Attack podcast. I'm Sam. I'm Shane. And welcome back. We're going to be looking at week five. Um, Are we already at week five? It's already week five. That means we're like 25% of the way through the season, dude. It's scary as hell. I'm going to bury myself in, well, I don't even know, football In football. I know. Bury the balls. (laughs) Like the uh, like the who was the uh, the Jacksonville interim coach last last time Sperano yeah he Trey wanted to bury the balls last time so yeah we can do that give it up so plans for the podcast this week um, we're going to look at how we did obviously in fantasy last week we're no. going to look at our no, 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 no. yeah <laughs> we're going to look at uh, how we did in overrated overrated underrated and we're going to look into our week five overrated and underrated we're going to dig into our catnip and kryptonite. Yeah, well, Superman's always here. Exactly. Uh, then no, we're going to talk about Cam Newton. No, every it's week. not Cam Newton every week. And <laughs> then be. we're going to have a look at one trade option. Mm-hmm. And then we're going back Fantasy up. Fantasy trust tree, right? Fantasy trust tree. Climate the best as time. always. Exactly. Yeah. Before we get started, I wanted to respond to one or read out one comment which we got on our webpage from a guy who goes by the name of. Shink to muscle. <laughs> Shinkter. Shink to muscle. <laughs> but, so, um, does he mean to say? Sphincter, do you think? I think he's clever. Well, sometimes I, it's hard to it's tell. Hard to yeah? tell. Like, I mean, look, I, I know most of our listeners are from America, and I know that it's a very uh, politically diverse place or not. But this guy was, <laughs> th- this guy you could guess on what side of the coin he was. I'm going to always apologize to you, yeah? Like, I do apologize, I just don't like certain words. Exactly. So, anyway, so his real name is Mick. Um, and he also apparently has some type of web page called Embarrassed by What This Once Great Country Has Become Polluted With. Strange. Eh? Strange. Um, I presume that's .com, but it could be .ru. Polluted with white people, or do you think... Uh, I'm guessing polluted with non-white people, ah, given what he goes on to say. So anyway... came in to pollute the thing. Exactly. And it, uh, so, okay. right. So, here we go. Here is, the, um, here is, his, um, here is his email to us. Uh, Washington Football Club, what a liberal, politically correct douche. Last time I visit this garbage site, you have a nice activist career working for and polluting Yahoo with your trash. So he gave us grief for not using the word beginning with R to deal with the Washington team. Yeah, well, I mean, um, we, we can talk about like Redskins in a different context. Exactly, exactly. Like, Redskins were a proud nation and all that kind of stuff. But Not Dan Schneider. No. Anything to do with Dan Schneider, you just say no. Anyway, well, clearly Mick knows us quite well because we are both social activists and we do definitely pollute lots of the internet with our own ramblings. Yeah, so I, he got us on there. I don't mind my wife using the douche either every no, now it's and very, then. It's very useful. It's very good. <laughs> um, and anyway, in the words of Darwin, who I'm sure Mick thinks is a mythical creature, go fuck yourself. Eat um, it. And uh, thanks for the comment. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I do apologize. I mean, those of you who do follow our website... I do make sure I put Washington Football Club or Washington Football Agglomeration, agglomeration. whatever it to be. But I mean, I'm not going to refer to the R team. Eh? Oh. It's 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 a it's an embarrassment. No, it should be. It should be by now. 
Um, another thing I'm sure Mick didn't know that it's a Brit and a Canadian talking about his <laughs> beloved country. So that's oh, another yeah, thing to get him dude, on. Oh, dude, yeah, know. poor guy. Anyway. And what was the Yahoo bit? I have no idea. Maybe he... Uh, anyway. So, uh, let's go into how we did last week. Uh, no. How was your fantasy no, week? No, 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 no. So, after a 3-0 and week, I went 1-2. and two. Yeah, and, and uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're going to uh, get there. You're going to get there. Go ahead. And and what was what? Uh, who won between us? Yeah, we did play each other, Sam, and uh, you did beat me. I'm because not, of Ty Montgomery. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna blame it all on Ty Montgomery. I, I, I he started. He actually, I mean, he could have got a touchdown. Yeah, he could have more things. And I, I did feel like I painted myself into a corner last weekend. I mean, what was I going to do though? I mean, John Brown over Ty Montgomery. I was going to lose either way. Sure. I mean, you won the game. I bow to you. Um, what are you now? Two and two? No, I'm three and one. Ooh, I'm two and two. Really? There you go. Uh, you're doing uh, all good. Yeah, yeah no, So no, how no. was your week last week? Uh, I went three and oh again. Ouch. So uh, last week was clearly pure. So week three just shows it was week three was just purely an aberration. Yeah, an yeah. ugly blemish mm. on what is essentially a perfectly radiant fantasy football mm. face. <laughs> or until next week. And so least. pretty much all your teams are now in like you know, positive territory. Right? Uh, all my teams are three and one. Oof. So it's not bad. I'm 2-2, two, 2-2, two, 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 and 3-1, and one, I believe. Oh, there you go. Yeah, no. All right, now we're going to look at our uh, fantasy underrated and overrated from last week. So we'll look at the overrated first, and Shane, you picked Tannehill. He was ranked 14th, but ended up the 26th best uh, quarterback last week. The Finns sucked, really, didn't they? Yeah, well, I mean, if you woke up early in the morning on Sunday and watched that painful game, God, the Dolphins really suck. They really do. Well, they it was bubble screen after bubble screen. Awful. I mean, there's just nothing. There's no, I mean, where's Lamar Miller? Where? Where? I, I don't even understand what they're doing. I mean, something's wrong with that. So he ended up with two touchdowns, but also two interceptions. But his stats were awful at halftime. I think the Finns had... Something like a total of 67 yards of offense right. in the first half. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, mean it was... they're bad. They're bad. They're bad. I mean, Philbin's gone. Philbin's gone. Which... I, which just shows... I mean, they're all, they've already written off the season. I, I, I actually, I'm, I'm, I'm of two minds. Like, firing a coach mid-season. Or at least so early. Week I mean, four. It means now you've got 12 weeks, and is it going to be 12 weeks with an interim coach, or what? I also heard he was fired by phone. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, I know. Classy. That, I, I, they, they would, I, I know there was a prop bet on the over and under of number of Philbins on the return plane home okay. at 0.5. <laughs> and obviously, if you bet under, you you win. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I win there, yeah. Exactly. And so you took, uh, I took Foster. Foster. Yeah. I thought he was overrated. He was ranked sixth. I thought for someone coming back from uh, uh, such a severe muscle injury, muscle away from the bone, muscle away from the bone. <laughs> we've spoken about that. It seemed a little too high, not doubting what he was doing, but I thought six was too high. It was pretty um, easy, It was. He ended up with only one one point. He was on three of uh, three of five catches for 25 yards, eight rushes for 10 yards, but he also had that fumble. Yeah. And so, that I mean, that's kind of what killed it a little bit for him. But still, I mean, you weren't expecting anything. I, at least I wasn't expecting anything from him in the first week back. No, no. This no. week, I think you got a better chance. You throw him back to RB1 this week. Yeah, I definitely. I mean, he really is. He's, he's, they're playing Indiana. Yeah. And you'd expect him now another week under his belt. I'm going to actually tell you Sam this right now. He, he's British. So you have to uh, you have to like forgive him. 
Indianapolis. Sorry, Indianapolis. Sorry, I keep forgetting. <laughs> I'm a ba- I come from a basketball pedigree. Uh, it's, it's the Pacers. Pacers. Oh, that's the whole that's thing. That's the like, whole thing. Reggie Miller and exactly, all that Exactly, exactly. Uh, <laughs> all right, so moving on to underrated. You chose TJ Yeldon. Yeah, and you know, I, I, looking at the stats, it's like it comes out as a tie, more or less. Yeah. Even, yeah. He was where he should be, but... It was his first game over 100 yards. Which is a good sign. I, I, I see it as a hugely good sign. I mean, I'm taking TJ again this week. I yeah. mean, I'm not going to pick him versus my over-under thing. But, I mean, TJ Eldon got 100 and what it was. That was 105 yards. Yeah, like 105, I mean, 105 yards rushing, yeah. few catches as well. Exactly. I mean... I think it was a, generally it was kind of a weird week for running backs because he ended up with 11 points, which is normally good to get you, you know, yeah, top 20, something yeah, like that. Yeah. But I think he ended up 30-something. Right. So, I mean, it's not a win. No. But, but for me, I'm happy because I have him on my dynasty team. I started yeah. him against you. Yeah. He did well. Yeah. I'm happy with the choice. I'm, I'm, cool. I mean, whatever. Could it's be all worse. good. Could and you worse. took John. John Brown. Oh. He was ranked 34th and he actually, he ended up 35th. Yeah, so, I watched a lot of that Cardinal game, actually. Yeah? Yeah, it could have been a lot more. I mean, I don't know if you saw it, but there was this long pass from Carson Palmer, like deep, like 55 yards into the end zone. If he caught that, it's a top 10. It's a top 10. Weekend. But could I mean, be. he just kind of... Because he ended up, I mean, he got seven, he got 10 carries and he got 75 yards, which isn't bad. Oh, no, seven catches-ish, right? Oh, maybe seven catches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, around. I mean, he's like seven of eight. Sorry. No, yeah, no. Yeah. He, he was seven of ten, so he averaged 7.5. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing. I mean, Fitz is still taking the majority things. Yeah. But I, I still think John Brown, last half of the season, he is still your guy. Hold on to him. So would you say he's the wide receiver two there instead of Floyd? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Michael Floyd has been a nothing. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, like yeah. a nothing, nothing, nothing. I mean, there's, I, I'd rather have Jared Brown, whatever the J.A. J. Brown is. J.A. Brown. <laughs> Who always gets the odd touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I think, I think going forward, I think I see Fitz. He's going to keep his. I, I have no idea where he found the Fountain Youth. Last year it wasn't there. But John Brown is still... Well, last like year he didn't have Palmer, really, did he? True. He true, had true, Drew true. Stannon throwing to him. Well, and what was... You know, yeah. And the other guy. I can't <laughs> yeah. even remember who the backup to the backup was. Who played in the playoffs, my God. Anyway, John Brown is still going to be good going forward. Yeah. Hold on to him, all right? All right, so moving to week five then. Uh, let's have a look at our overrated. Oh, by the way, this week we're still on the ESPN rankings and we're looking at Yates' rankings. Um, who, I mean, I look generally at them. There's, there seem to be some, some, some aberrations, I think. Yeah, right? I underline the word Yates. I don't know what that means exactly, but it's not T-Y. No, I don't think so. TJ. TJ, exactly. <laughs> so, your overrated player this week, well, you got two of them. You're going with the, uh, with the Bengals, uh, the Bengals running backs. Yeah. yeah. Why do you think they're overrated? Well, it's pretty easy. I mean, they're playing the Seahawks. Right. I mean, they're going to fall behind. They're, I mean, this is going to be the week the Bengals lose. I mean, the Bengals are 4-0. and Yeah. Have you ever known the Bengals to go 5-0? and No. I'm going to tell you right Especially now. Especially not with Dalton. I'm going to tell you right now the Bengals will lose this weekend. So, once they lose, once they fall behind, Hill loses his value. Gio, of course, Bernard, will be catching passes out of the backfield. Sure. But he got, he got nothing last week out of the backfield. Yeah. It's actually a bit easy to say, all right. Most weeks, start both. This week, bench both. Unless you're in a 12-plus team. Especially given if you take into account that the the Seahawks are second against running backs, giving up only 8.3 points. I know. I was looking at that, too. I mean, I'm I'm a bit surprised. I mean, usually they're good against the pass. Yeah. But this year, they've been shutting down the running games. Shutting down the running games as well. And I think this is going to change, of course, as the season goes on. But, I mean, right now, don't start running backs against 
the Sea Org. Exactly. And, and I th- two? <laughs> I think the, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, which one would you choose? Hill's ranked higher, but, uh, and Bernard uh, sort so of tends to... Did Hill get three touchdowns last weekend? And Bernard got one? Like, yeah. what are you going to flip a coin, see who's going to get what? I mean, it's tough most weeks. Just make your life easier. Just don't pick either of them. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, it's a worry because you it, it's not that they're bad running backs. It's just that you can't... Oh, God, they're great. You, you just don't know which one's going to get the carries, which one's going to do it this week. This is my problem. I mean, you don't know who it's going to be, plus it's the Seahawks. Exactly. Bench them both. Sure. Unless you're in a big league. Unless you're in a big league. <laughs> uh, so I chose Amari Cooper. Ooh, who, the rookie. The rookie, who has actually he's looked really good. Actually, really, so really, really, really good. Uh, he's ranked 18th by Yates, but... He's playing the Broncos. Now, the Broncos have been... Fant- I mean, their defense is out of this world. Yeah, did you see them just shut down? I mean, they shut down every... Like, th- their rush is so... Like, you got DeMarcus Ware on one side. Uh, you can't even imagine. Like, I mean, last and then, week it was Minnesota, right? And then their cornerbacks as well. Yeah. Like, keep Tlaib there. I think there was something about them being number three. 31? They're 31, oh, so, so essentially they're two. second. They, <laughs> number two uh, versus wide receivers. Against right? wide receivers. And so if you're giving up 12 points a week to wide receivers, a rookie, I think if you have a choice... I'd probably bench him. Or at least as a flex, I think. If you've got, you. I think I think you probably got better options there. Well, yeah, definitely. I mean... And so he, he's, he's their number one running back uh, uh, wide receiver, so you'd think that they're going to be at least in single coverage, possibly even double coverage, because the only person you've got left over is... Michael, Michael Crabtree, <laughs> who obviously you know blitzed people for in week in week two. Or week yeah, three, he was but... a bit banged up last week. He went yeah. out for the game for the uh, part of the uh, half. I noticed, but I mean, yeah, I mean, for me, the Bronco defense is looking way too good. Yeah, no, I think I think so. It's so I, I'd, I'd keep him as a, okay, yeah, yeah, I'd keep him as a flex, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if he ended up sort of more, more like thirtieth and eighteenth. I think. Yeah, no, no, he's he's maybe a flex. Yeah, but he's so. not a wide receiver too cool. this week. All right, uh, let's move on to the underrated for this week, and we've both gone with well, Shane's definitely gone with someone who is, I'm guessing, off most of your radars and uh, uh, off most of your radars, unless you're into deep fantasy leagues. Who have you gone with? Well, yeah, this is my problem. I play in this twenty team league, and so I really, I mean, I'm trolling the depth. Every week, yeah. Like, who am I going to replace Andrew Hawkins with? Like, <laughs> it's that kind of thing. So, I mean, this week, um, I found a name, uh, Keith Mumphrey. Keith Mumphrey. Sounds like he should be um, fronting some, I don't know, R&B band in yeah, the 1990s. Yeah, Mumphrey. There is something weird about it, yeah? So, anyway, he's going to be, this week, it's looking like the number two wide receiver uh, for the Texans. So, Hopkins one. Yeah. Mumphrey, Mumphrey two. two. Jalen Strong. Well, hmm. Cecil Shorts. Well, Cecil Shorts is out. Okay, so Shorts is out. Washington's out. Okay. So they literally have Mumphrey and Jalen Strong, Strong, who hasn't even suited up this week yet. Sure. That's uh, right, this year. This year, yeah. So uh, it's, Mumphrey it's, it's last week, I think he had five on seven targets, mm-hmm. 56 yards. That's the Thursday night game against Indiana, right? Yeah. Okay. This is the thing. Another reason why I'm picking him because it's early. It's sure. too early for Nate Washington to come back. And wide receivers generally recuperate better on short weeks than running backs. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, no, I was going to go the opposite. No, I think no. I think what they've shown is that that running uh, it's easier for wide receivers to call, to um, to recuperate on short weeks. So you're saying that Cecil's going to come back? No, no, I don't think so. I just think generally, <laughs> if you but you know, uh, it just generally. If you knack it after one game, okay, yeah, then, you're then... not taking the number of hits, right? No, Basically, exactly. It takes think... less time in the hot tub. Sure. To me, I got Mumphrey this week. I mean, 
you've never heard of him. I know he's out of the top forty. He's out of the top fifty. Uh, top sixty, bro. Yeah, probably. I mean, if you got room on your like, if you're in a twelve, fourteen team league, you get. You know, I mean, who's who's on the bye this week? We got Carolina. Carolina's on the bye. Uh, so you got Ted Ginn, for example. Yeah, uh, you need somebody to replace him. Go nuts. Put yeah, him up for you in there. Fill your boots. Uh, might work for you. Yep, I chose um, Antonio Gates. Oh, that's pretty easy. Which is a pretty easy one. He he wasn't ranked, but I don't know if that was an oversight by Yates on the ESPN site. But I don't even know. Okay, so we know what Gates can do. Okay, he's a veteran. Everyone's waiting for that you know, time that he's going to sort of end tail off or something like that. But what he did last year was fantastic. Ladarius Green still hasn't shown that he can be a trustable... He's been all right, though, right? He's been okay. He's been banged up most weeks, yeah. whether it's concussion. I mean, second concussion protocol this week, third in one in two seasons, yeah. something like that. I just think this is going to be a game where it shows, it proves what Gates can do. Philip Rivers obviously loves him down there. He's like a, like a safety blanket. Exactly, yeah, exactly. And there's even more working for you. I mean, you got Stevie Johnson who actually got hurt last week. Malcolm Floyd was out for a little while too. Both yep. went out for parts of the game. They're both a bit gimpy. Yep. I mean, whatever. You got Keenan Allen. You got who Woodhead. I've seen ranked as high as fifth this week. Really? Yeah. What, because of the two wide receivers? Yeah, I guess thing? so. I, guess I was so. even looking at the other guy. I wish I remembered his name right now. Uh, but I mean, the whole point is Antonio Gates. I agree. Yeah. I, 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 in a way, I wish I would have got Gates before Mumphrey. But yeah, yeah, you, you take your Gates. Fine. All right, now it's time for Fantasy Kryptonite, Fantasy Catnip, and we're going to review Week Four. Um, so, you, uh, well, actually, we didn't do too badly. I, for some reason, we're not bad at, at picking these ones. Um, so let's start with my kryptonite. I chose the double-headed hamster that is the Philly running back system. I warned people off Philly, uh, and it got ugly against Washington, a team that ranks second versus running backs going into the game, so that was already against them. They scored a combined five points. That's five points for Matthews. DeMarco Murray, who led the least last last year, and Darren Sproles, three running backs. Yeah. So they've got five points between them. And this was a close game where you'd expect some yardage on the ground at yeah, least. Yeah, it wasn't a blowout. Not there at was all. no real reason for it. I, I, I'm, I'm losing faith, but we'll, we'll find out well, later. Well, exactly. But not, not too much faith. <laughs> You're still somewhere a believer. I mean, I was never high on DeMarco coming into the season, but I kind of was intrigued to see what, especially why Ryan Matthews would do, or not, maybe not from a fantasy angle, more from like, how he fit into Chip Kelly's offense. He had five rushes for 20 yards on Sunday, plus a fumble, and Murray managed 48 yards total, including a couple of receptions. Well, he had that one 30-yard gain. I mean... So again, if you take that out, then really it was bad. Yeah, but it was early in the game. I, I was watching for a while. I was like, well, all right, that, that just happened. Do it again. Yeah, and it did. And it did. I know. It's ridiculous. Okay, and you chose Joyke Bell. Yeah. So he was ruled out actually for this uh, for the game at uh, Seattle on Monday night, and I uh, think even if he had played, you probably weren't expecting to give you much because he's only on what one point one yards per carry over the first. Three yeah, games. yeah. Abdullah is going to be the guy there. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's 
Although having said that, even in that game, I mean, okay, so Detroit fell behind early and they had to throw, and then it was only a Calvin fumble right at the end that they lost it God, on. God, that punch. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and then this, the, the, what do they call it? The bat at the back? The, bat, the, the illegal end. bat out. Uh, so okay. after this great one, week one showing from Amir Abdullah, he's kind of, I would, he's regressed slightly. He had oh, that one breakout game. Yeah, he I got, agree. This week he got you four points in standard scoring and 44 total yards of productivity. And then Theo Riddick as well, who, who, Catches everything. Catches, seems. and we'll see if he ends up being RB2 instead of Joy Bell. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm dropping Joy Bell in my 20-team league. My 20-team wow. league. Who are you picking up instead? You don't even want to know. <laughs> Do think Tennessee. Think Sankey. Oh, my oh my God, I said that out loud. I actually haven't even looked at the what's happened on the waiver wire today, but I actually put a claim in on Sankey today because oh, somebody dropped him. And they're like, well, oh, Sankey or Bell? Cobb's not back yet, so there's an yeah, option. Yeah, I kind of had this weird mm. thing. I put four bucks on him. We'll see what Go happens. Go for it. <laughs> All right, then. So moving on to the catnip, I chose Charles Clay, and he had a monster game in week three, and he followed that up with another great fantasy showing this week. He was predicted to be the 12th best tight end, but ended up at number four. Yeah, he was great. I mean, he was he was the target this week in Buffalo. He was I mean, fantastic. I mean, I, I, I don't know how it's going to be going forward, but they, I mean, he was definitely the guy that was yeah. the focus of the, the passing attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was great to watch. I mean, I picked him up my NFL.com league, too. It was interesting, though, like... In a way, though, you could almost see that he underperformed because up until then, so through weeks one through three, the Giants were actually giving up 13.7 points to tight ends, and he only got you 11 points yeah, in standard score. he could have done more. <laughs> exactly. He got 111 yards on nine receptions. So it, in, it was a touchdown, right? It, it, the no touchdown took him away. I mean, in PPR, he's great. That would have got you 20 points. Yeah. And 20 points from a tight end, you're saying hello to every single week, and you'll take it without even blinking. Better than Gary Barnett. Pretty well. No way. Surely not better than Barnett. <laughs> So with those numbers, with those numbers, I think Clay looks like a solid tight end start going forward. Yeah, I know. I'm in. I'm in tough with my NFL right now because I I I, I kind of have to put Gronk back in. Right, and, and get rid of Clay. Well, I got trade him. Bait? I, I could be, but it's a ten team league. How how do you trade a tight end in a ten team league? It's really tough. Yeah, you know, you're not. I, I was surprised last week that he was available. I mean, I sure. needed a tight end to replace him. Like, uh, Gerald Clay. It was easy. Easy one. <laughs> um, I picked him up as well. So your catnip was Ty Montgomery. Now, the, in theory, this wasn't a bad call, was it? Because the Packers were playing at the Niners, who were fifth worst against the pass through week three. Mm-hmm. You also we expected him to see some action on kickoff returns. We had an injury. He got an injury. In the end, he was pretty limited, wasn't he? He only well, caught half of his six targets for 15 yards and added 10 yards on two yeah, rushes. Yeah, I'm going to tell you, I kept flipping over to that game, and I swear to God, every time I flipped to that game... Montgomery was targeted. And so it was like a six-yard pass. I'm like, oh, oh, look, Ty Montgomery's doing stuff. And then at the end of the game, I saw that he caught like three passes for yeah. whatever it was, 20 yards. And I almost didn't believe it. I was like, well, really? That's it? <laughs> oh, my it's gosh. catching it all day. Yeah, I mean, there was one pass. It was a very short third down pass, and he tried to scoop it out, and he missed it. But, I mean, he looked okay to yeah, me. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, he's not going to stay in my team this week. I mean, I mean, unless I need to relate. Who do you see, do you see him or do you see Adams as the wide receiver? Long term, long term is Ty. You think his long term is Ty rather? Oh than yeah, Adams? yeah. I'm I'm so glad I've got Ty Montgomery in our interesting uh, our dynasty league right now. I mean, Adams is all right, but he's a gimpy. He's 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 injury Car- prone. Yeah. yeah, sure. Jones seems to be the like the 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 touchdown the the touchdown. Oh, you mean? Leech. Oh, you mean the old man? The old man. Oh, the dude, the old leech. man. Yeah, he's there for another year. 
He'll be gone next year. Yeah. Oh, no, he will. Sure, yeah, but, sure. I mean, Ty Montgomery, for me, I mean, looking at that guy, he's big. He's, he's got fast. it. He's fast. Ah, I, I, yeah, Sounds yeah, like you're in love. <laughs> I, I kind of am. <laughs> <laughs> Although he did screw my week. Okay. So, moving on to this week's week five uh, catnip and kryptonite. Let's start with the catnip. Um, you've gone with DeMarco Murray. Yeah, just to screw you up there, Sam. Uh, I know that last week you were going the opposite way. This week... I don't know. I mean, I feel that Philadelphia has reached a point. Yeah, like I, I, I really do think they have to decide who they are as a team. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you paid all this money. You've done what you're gonna do. Feed the ball to Marco Murray. I, I mean, there was one. You play think last it's sort of law of averages? It's somehow they have to work I out. Know, who's there. I know. I, I, yeah, I, okay. I agree that we could say this with C.J. Anderson and all these other people. But I mean. Yeah. I do think that DeMarco Murray this week versus New Orleans, I do believe, yeah. I think they're like, I don't even know. But, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure they're playing New Orleans this week. He's going to do something. Put DeMarco Murray into your lineup. I'm going to because I'm not playing Sam this week. Uh, so I'm going to put DeMarco into my lineup. So it's a risk. It's high risk, high reward. Yeah, I mean... Um. Which is not what you'd think about DeMarco Murray. Exactly. Remember last year, he was just like, set it and forget about yeah, it. Yeah, you, know? you didn't uh, have to think about it. He was there. And so I'm hoping that this is the week. Uh, otherwise, I'm going to have to think about trading him. Yeah. Oh my God, what am I going to do? Cool. So it's more of a hope and pray thing. But yeah, right. DeMarco Murray is. I chose, um, for my catnip, I chose the Chiefs DST. Ah, uh, who, yeah, I thought I'd go with the defense this time. They're ranked 10th. Um, and they're home to Chicago. <laughs> the Bears. The Bears, exactly. They're, and that is exactly, your reaction points exactly to why I chose the Chiefs DST. Uh, the Chiefs have actually been pretty good in, uh, on defense so far. They, I think they're two and two overall, or even one and three. Actually. God, I don't even know where they are. Can't even think. But, um, no, I mean, actually on defense, they've looked very, very good. Um, and again, home to Chicago. You would think, especially with Alshon Jeffrey, we still don't know if he's questionable to go. If Je- if Jeffrey's there, then I think this is a bit more of a questionable call. But, but if I Jeffrey's mean, yeah, out, then... Not, yeah, I mean, what do you got? You got uh, Marquez Wilson. Martellus and, uh, Bennett. Martellus Bennett. Well, yeah, it's he's something. Not he's something. And, and the little guy from Denver. Was, the other wide receiver. Oh, not Decker. I'll just keep snapping. Yeah, we'll just keep snapping. I can't think. Um, Wes Welker? Nope. The little little, little guy. (laughs) I can't think. You're going to have to stop that. I know. I can't think. The guy who I thought was going to do really well week one and two because he always does really well in the early season. Uh, Eddie Eddie Royal. Eddie Royal. You see, that's going to stay in there, by the way. Okay. That whole (laughs) whole thing. Eddie Royal. You got Eddie Royal. You got Marquez Wilson and Martellus Bennett. Yeah. Well, of course, you've always got the running back. Yeah. And right, let's move on to Kryptonite. Um, you chose, actually, another guy coming back from suspension, a bit like Antonio Gates. You chose Bryant, Martavis Bryant, ranked 24th. Yeah. San I, Diego. I, I'm not a big fan of taking guys fresh who haven't played. They haven't, like, I mean, everybody else has played four games. Mm-hmm. I mean, Martavis Bryant, okay, sure, he's a second year, third year guy. Mm-hmm. He, he's a professional, but I mean, we're talking about game speed. You can't replace practice with game speed. No. Um, he's coming in with a new quarterback as well. Yeah, Vic. So you, even that show's reduced, and he's going to be thrown to Brown probably, I'm guessing. Well, this is the thing. I mean, if I'm going to choose somebody. I'm going to throw it to Or Darius Haywood Bay. Yeah, well, Bay, uh, 
Bay's gonna fade. Yeah, exactly. I mean, of course. I mean, going forward, Martavis Bryant is a great guy to have in your team. Mm-hmm. But I mean, to have him in the top twenty-five, no Same chance. Thing. Plus, they're against the Andy, uh, San Diego. Yeah, Chargers who, are number yeah, one. Right? Number one against the defending wide receivers. Shocking! I didn't it's actually know one. that. No, uh, no, looking I. at that, and there's no chance. I, no. I, I, yeah, I, I, I don't. I mean, pick up Bryant if he's available. By the way, pick up Bryant if he's available. Totally. With but. Big Ben coming back and <laughs> yeah, everything like but that. Keep him on your bench this week. Yeah. Right? Um, okay. Uh, let's move on then to my Crips night. And I chose Terrence Williams, oof, who cowboy. is ranked uh, 22nd. Did you see that catch last week? Though? Very, oh, didn't tasty. Yeah, Very tasty. Very tasty. Okay. Tying the game with moments to play, diving. But it was the only thing he did all week. Like, yeah. This is Terrence Williams. I mean, he's not hes not a replacement Poor for Poor man's Des Odell Bryant. Beckham. Yeah, yeah. And he's not a replacement for Des yeah, Bryant. Exactly. I mean, exactly. He makes a play now and then, but yeah, what, what is he ranked at? I think he's 22. Dude, no. Something like that. No, no, and they're going against who this weekend? They got New England <laughs> in Dallas, but I can't see that happening, really. No, I mean, New England will shut down. Bellatrix will do what he does. Whedon didn't look bad this week, though, did he? True enough. I mean, Cole Beasley did some stuff. He's going to his slot receivers rather than his wideouts, isn't he? Yeah, he's not. I mean, Williams will catch two passes. Yeah. Williams will catch two passes for 38 yards. Okay, and now we're going to look uh, briefly at some trades. One hypothetical and one that's maybe like less hypothetical. Yeah, because we've been... Because uh... we've just been talking about it off air. So one I want to put through to you is CJ Anderson. So you've drafted him first round because Difficult. you're an idiot and yeah. you thought he was going to be good. And yeah. that's oh, your own Broncos fault. Broncos running back who did really well at the end of last year. Uh, pick him up. I mean, yeah. Eat it. So it's your fault. <laughs> Essentially eat it. But if you can't eat it... What are you trying to get back in return? Yeah, and I... I'm presuming you're seeing him as a sell candidate rather than a buy low candidate. No, of course. I mean, we had this question this week on our Facebook page. And one of the... I mean, he was, who should I drop? Blah, blah, blah. Bunch yeah. of these guys. And there was the Ronnie Hillman and the C.J. Anderson thing. And I'm like, well, I would drop C.J. Anderson amongst the two. But he is the first guy you picked this year it's so painful, it's painful. like your number really one draft pick it's absolutely painful so what do you do i mean so what do you do i mean i think you could try and go out and get some value for him so i'll throw out some names okay and you tell me if you would, would trade your say your cj anderson so i have cj anderson you and you're see. offering me these guys yeah exactly okay, go nuts. okay. uh justin Forsett. oh of course okay. yeah i trade that right so now. you trade if yeah, you were the four yeah. without even like hesitating Okay, uh, Dion Lewis. Hmm. Yeah, yes. I, I mean, I, I paused momentarily, but okay. yes, I, ta- I, I, I take that trade too. Uh, Frank Gore, rest of season. Ooh, 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 ooh. Now that's getting more difficult. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm. Oh God, I can't, <laughs> I can't even do it. I'm going to say yes. Okay. Uh, I did see they took Bradshaw in for some work mm-hmm. this week. Um, God, yeah. So that's kind of your border. Yeah, I'm, you I'm, I'm taking Gore. Frank Gore. You, yes, you take I'm Frank taking Gore. Frank Gore right now. Yes. Okay, so I'll, I'll, I'll give you two more. Um, would you trade your CJ Anderson for my Ronnie Hillman? Yeah. You would. Oh, give me Hillman. So, okay, fine. Did you see him on that run, that yeah, long run? Was... Yeah, Hillman, I don't know what it is, like the last couple of years, he's just never been given that chance. No. I 
think it's gonna start happening now. All right then. So Carlos Williams, going forward for the rest of the season. That's a pretty tough call. I mean the concussion thing. I mean I got him in my twenty team league. I drafted him by the mm-hmm. way. Uh, Alf Morris. <laughs> um, would hmm. you still would you stick with Ooh. CJ? God, that's a good one too. Or Doug Martin. We're kind of looking at those people, right? Yeah. Well, Alfred Morris is a tough one. Oh, I just dropped my microphone. Um, God, Martin, yes. Alfred Morris, no. Just because of the split carries. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. At least, at least in in Tampa Bay, Doug Martin's the heads. You know, he's head the and guy. I mean, he, yeah, he, 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 running back he, he's one. first and second down. He's the guy. Yeah. Okay, right. So that's our theoretical one. So it it now means that you are trading a certified person that you traded, sorry, that you drafted drafted as your number one running back, and you are getting out of that a low running back to, if not a flex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take it. Right now, now I take it. Without even like doubting it. Because every week this this year, it's been like, oh, what's going to happen with C.J. Anderson? Just to get rid of that doubt. I mean, I would. I mean, even, because even Hillman. He's, he even is Hillman. the definition of kryptonite at the moment. If you put him in, you cannot guarantee he's going to get you anything. No, agree. that that that, that Two would be points the, sometimes. Yeah, exactly. I mean, exactly. It's, it's awful, 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 awful. And 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 okay, so let's look at this slightly less theoretical one, which we've just been discussing off air. I am in desperate need of um, a little bit of depth. A little bit of quarterback depth, I would yeah. say. Uh, I currently have three quarterbacks. I've got Matt Stafford, middling, middling, if I'm lucky, Matt Stafford. Who's regressed every season as I've had him? I've got Alex Smith, who is not exactly the most exciting person to have on your fantasy team. Ten points. And a week. then I picked up Michael Vick last week because just as a filler for two or three weeks. No, just like that. There, right? I have, so I'm looking for a little bit of depth there, and I'd be quite happy to get another running back one, running back two. Yeah, wouldn't you love to have a quarterback who actually scored you more than 15 points a week? That would be very nice. I, I, I have Aaron Rodgers, by the way. Well, yeah. So I'm, I know, knowing that I'm not going to get Rodgers. I have another guy uh, for the Bills, uh, uh, Tyrod Taylor. I think you're a bit interested in you. It's, 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 he's picking up some points this year. He looks like the guy going forward. I mean, Ryan seems to like him. Mm-hmm. He's going to be the guy for this year, the next year. There's no longer a quarterback controversy. No, there's, there, there is no. I mean, no. Manuel's not coming back and taking the job. No, exactly, exactly. So, I mean, the question would become, what do you give up to get Tyrod Taylor at this point of the year? Or and Tyrod that, Taylor and Danny Woodhead. We oh, yeah, we were of. talking about depth a bit too, right? Yeah, I have so. way too many RB2s, wide receiver twos on my, my bench. And, yeah, so let's – okay, again. Tyrod Taylor – and Danny Woodhead, what do you give up for that? Well, I look looking at, at my, your team. Yeah, I mean, looking at my team. I mean, looking at my team depth, the options I guess would be Nelson Aguilar. Mm-hmm. No, Martavis <laughs> Bryant, perhaps Sammy Watkins. Hmm, look, you're giving a quarterback up for a wide receiver. No, I don't want to give up on Watkins. Really? Yet. No, definitely not. Really? Even the way he looked the first few weeks? Long term, no way. This is a dynasty league. I want to keep saying Yeah, yeah, by the way, we should point yeah, that this out. This is a dynasty, I mean... so it kind of screws up rankings. That is why. I mean, and and, and that's, yeah. Ah, oh, you picked up Rodgers. I tried to pick him up this week. Nine dollars. I last week. Nine dollars. Nine? I picked nine for him. Wow. I've still got $80 left. I thought, screw it. Why not? I because... I put out three bucks for him. I dropped him last week for some chump. Yeah. Oh! Yeah. 
Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor, <laughs> there you go. There you go. Actually, I'm not making this up. Yeah, I'm there pretty you go. Sure oh, in that case, we can just do a straight swap. Straight swap. Tyrod Taylor <laughs> for Richard Rodgers. That's kind of crazy, actually. Uh, wow. Anyway, all right then. So now it's time to get on to our final section, which is the Fantasy Trust Tree. We're climbing it again. We're climbing it again. Finding a safe place. And, uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll read it out to you. Um, Dear Rankings Attack, I live in a small town and work for a haulage firm. For as long as I can remember, there's always been one guy I can rely on, and they've always been there for me, to help me out when work's got tough. Over the last couple of years, though, they've skipped town and have upped sticks to the West Coast. I think they've both gone to San Francisco. One guy followed the other. Silicon Valley. Exactly. My last senior that I could count on to get me out of a jam has put his back out recently. So I'm really in a bit of a jam. I've got a chance to pick up a local replacement, or maybe I should look further afield. We've got this big job this weekend close by in Cleveland, Ohio, and I need some guys to carry the big weight for me. Mm-hmm. Yours, an ordinary Joe lost in Maryland. Ah, uh, Joe in Maryland. I'm, I'm guessing you're living somewhere near Baltimore. Something like that. The back being microfractured. Possibly microfractured. A senior of some kind, yeah. A Steve Smith senior, should we say? God, it, it, it. Dude, I picked up Steve Smith in my NFL.com last week. Yeah. He was still available. Wow. And then he went out with microfractures in his back. So what would you do then? So would you drop Steve Smith or if and if so, who would you pick up in return? Would you pick up his ideal replacement, I suppose, in Baltimore, which is Kamar Aiken, who had a good showing last week? Or would you go for someone? Like I was looking on our, on my 10-team uh, NFL.com one. And you've still got, for example, Alan Hearns or Leonard Hankerson. So there, here's your three options. You've got Kamar Aitken, Alan Hearns, or Leonard Hankerson. Who would you start in place of Steve Smith this so, week? So you got a number one in Baltimore, Kamar sure. Aitken. He's going to be the number one guy this week. Because there's nobody else. you got Alan Hearns, who's number two. Number two. Robinson. And yep. then you got Hankerson, the number two or three. Probably two this week, He's I think. He's become number two, yeah. In, in Atlanta. It's funny, I mean... Hankerson is a guy I remember playing for the Redskins a couple. Oh, did I say Redskins? He did. Oh. <laughs> we should edit that out. <laughs> playing for the uh, Washington team, the Washington Football Club. Jesus yeah. Christ. Um, yeah. Anyway, Hankerson. Um, I'm going to say Hankerson. Yeah. Just because I've just screwed myself up. I, I, I think Hankerson is a guy going forward. He's going to catch five or six balls a week. Mm-hmm. He's going to get you 70, 80 yards. Mm-hmm. I touch that every other week. He's doing well so far this year. Oh, dude. I mean, last week was, I think, seven for 100-ish. Yeah? Something like that. Uh, more or less. I mean, Alan Hearns is somebody who's doing all right, uh, but that's because the attention is being put on Robinson. Yeah. And this is the Jacksonville offense. I mean, we can be optimistic about them. We can say, all right, look at TJ Eldon. He's doing great. Look at Robinson. He's doing great. Bortles is maturing. But... Still, the number two wide receiver on Jacksonville. You don't mm-hmm. want that versus the number two wide receiver for the most potent offense in the league. Right yeah, now. and I mean, you know, the the, the Falcons they're, they're they're playing in the dome this week um, against. I can't remember who they're playing against actually. No, it doesn't really matter. Doesn't that much. Really matter they, but... They've been putting the points up. I mean, they put forty eight up last week. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you want a piece of that offense? They're playing. Actually, they're playing Washington. <laughs> in the dome. Well, there you go. Hankerson last week got 103 yards and one touchdown on only six receptions. All right. Well, I mean, that's still pretty good. Right? It's not bad at all. <laughs> Touchdowns? Touchdowns so far. He's got another touchdown in week one against the Giants. Uh, so that, no, that was week two against the Giants. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, he Cowboys, scores. he only got 45 yards, but still. But he scored against the Texans last weekend, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, he'll, he'll score you touchdowns every now and then. And the third guy, so there was Aiken, there was Hankerson. And there was uh, Alan Hearns. Hearns. I mean, yeah, we were talking about that. Yeah, I, exactly. I, I can't take the number two wide receiver from Jacksonville. Whatever you say. Whatever you say. Hankerson. Fine, for you. And on that note, we'll leave it. Uh, this has been another edition of the Rankings Attack podcast, the Rap Podcast. And good luck in your fantasy this week. I've been Sam. I'm Shane. And goodbye. <laughs>